Welcome, brothers and sisters of CCR. Welcome, brothers and sisters of SBO. Some of us are living in light. Some of us are living in shade. There's wisdom in both of those. <clears throat> For those uh, who don't know me, particularly the SBO missionaries, my name is Sam Schoenfelder. I am on SBO staff. I'm uh, a director with them, and I've been working here in Minnesota with Emmaus, as well as the young communities in Texas and Arizona. Uh, if you're part of those, I look forward to seeing you sometime. And if you're not, I look forward to seeing you sometime. Uh, dear brothers and sisters of CCR, just quickly, um, I just want to give all of you brothers and sisters for the fullness of life. Just look here. This is, this, this is fruit of our life, our years and years of faithful worship, of mission, of generosity. Uh, it's bearing fruit across the country. Blessed be his name. Amen? Amen. You can have a seat for a few more announcements. Also, just a greeting to our brothers and sisters on the screens out there. Enjoy your air conditioning today. Your... Uh, Whatever it is your beverage of choice is at home, bless the Lord. We're going to be drinking water here. There's plenty of water. Water's back here in the corner, and there's plenty of sunscreen back at the registration table. So I might recommend a, a reapplying at some point. Not all the ones, though. A uh, quick, uh, couple quick introductions, um, and we'll do, we'll do the... If you've brought a guest, let's introduce them as well. But just a few guests I want to highlight from the SPO crowd. Um, one in particular, Father Paul Helfrich, who's here for the missionaries. Father Paul is the brother of Hope, one of the three priests in the God's name, not Father Paul's. From the, from the brothers, I also want to uh, welcome Brother Clinton, who is in town for a month with training, where he's at. Welcome, Brother Clinton. And also uh, welcome David, who are um, on campus ministry staff out in Boston with uh, Father Paul and company. One other uh, cameo, we have some of you might remember, Cord Dorsey. Cord Dorsey now lives in L.A., and he has, has an immense house that he's building out there uh, for the last number of years, and, he, and some of his associates are here, so welcome, Cord. Good to have you back in town. And a uh, quick shout-out uh, to the newest, one of the newest priests in the Archdiocese, one of our own dear brothers, Father Brian Fisher. Father Brian. Welcome, brother. Any other guests or new arrivals that we need to meet today? Stand up and shout. We'll start over here. Any new arrivals or guests? They stayed home. Wonderful. Any other guests that we should introduce on the SPO side? Speaking to Archibald or anyone else who would need to call out? Wonderful. Well, again, welcome to all of you. Welcome to... Yes, missionaries. Just quickly, uh, from from CCR, how many of us, how many of us have ever, how many of our SPO alumni are here? 
Uh, if you've ever been in a household, SPO men's group, women's group, go ahead and stand if you can. Uh, staff, household, welcome. Thank your generosity. couple other uh, logisticals for today. Uh, youth gathering for first through eighth graders will take place after praise and worship. For those student present, uh, wait wait for dismissal. You should have signed in the back. If you haven't signed in, uh, make sure to do that. Uh, Ann Sorderberg is the staff on duty today. If this needs, uh, where are you, Ann? In back. There you go. Thank you, Ann. Um, probably look for her there. And we're going to we're going to worship, brothers and sisters. It's a great day, feast of Corpus Christi. I I call this a little Easter. Uh, we we sort of celebrate the we re recall the passion, the institution of Christ, uh, and the the great gift of the Lord's faithfulness and generosity in giving His whole self to us. I'm not going uh, to just plenty on this prior, prior to my reflection on it. So I'm actually going to just, I'm just going to read from Thomas Aquinas here as our intro into worship. One, before I go there, one other key piece um, you do expect, hopeful, for uh, a fair bit of prophetic activity today. We have our SPO missionaries, we have us come back together. It's, it's a new day, a day of grace. Today is the decision. Uh, so let's be quick. Uh, we got a strong word team up here in the front row. Uh, plenty, of, plenty, plenty of help with all of them. So um, come forward with with anything the Lord might be hearing from Scripture or from your own prayer. Again, this is Thomas. Just three, three, two paragraphs here. Two long paragraphs. Since it was the will of God's only Son, only begotten Son, that men should share in his divinity, he assumed our nature in order that by becoming man he might make men gods. Moreover, moreover when he took our flesh, he dedicated the whole of its substance to our salvation. He offered his body to God the Father on the altar of the cross as a sacrifice for our reconciliation. He shed his blood for our ransom and purification so that we might be redeemed from our wretched state of bondage and cleansed from all sin. But to ensure that the memory of so great a gift would abide with us forever, he left his body as food and his blood as drink for the faithful to consume in the form of bread and wine. Oh, precious and wonderful banquet that brings us salvation and contains all sweetness, could anything be of more intrinsic value. Under the old law was a flesh of calves and goats that was offered. But here Christ himself, the true God, is set before us as food. What could be more wonderful than this? No other sacrament has greater healing power. Through it, sins are purged away. Virtues are increased. Souls enriched in an abundance of every spiritual gift. It is offered in the church for the living and the dead so that what was instituted for the salvation of all may be for the benefit of all. Yet in the end, 
no one can fully express the sweetness of the sacrament in which spiritual delight is tasted at its very source and in which we, in which we renew the memory of that surpassing love for us which Christ revealed in his passion. The uh, SBO brothers and sisters just had a talk a few days ago on our liturgical spirituality. We're going to live our liturgical spirituality today. The church has said we should celebrate the body and blood of Jesus Christ in our worship today. Let's celebrate this great gift. Let's celebrate the salvation won for us. Let's celebrate God's provision in giving it to us continually and endlessly and entering into that act of worship, which is Jesus Christ himself offering himself to the Father. Let's, just, let's stand and let's rejoice in such a good and gracious God, such mercy. Brothers and sisters, we have a few words that we're going to uh, hear, and uh, I believe the Lord's going to ask us to respond um, both in reconsecration of our lives, but also in thanksgiving for what he has already done and in anticipation of what he will do. So let's uh, hear the Lord and hear the Spirit speak to our hearts. This is from Psalm 77. Will the Lord spurn us forever and ever again? Be favorable? Has his has his steadfast love forever ceased? Are his promises at an end for all time? Has God forgotten to be gracious? Has he in anger shut up his compassion? And I say, it is my grief that the right hand of the Most High has changed. I will call to mind the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your wonders of old. I will meditate on all your works and muse on your mighty deeds. Your way, O God, is holy. What God is great like our God? You are a God who works wonders and has manifested your might among the people. You did, with your arm, redeem the people. When the waters saw you, when the waters saw you, they were afraid and they trembled, and the clouds poured out water. The skies gave forth thunder, the crash of your thunder, the lightning, the earth trembled. And your way was through the sea, your path through the great waters. And yet your footprints were not seen. You led your people like a flock. I just had the sense from this scripture that the Lord is in our midst, though his footprints cannot be seen. I really believe that there's a time opening up in this city that we live where the Lord is going to part the city and he's going to lead his people his renewed people through the midst though we will not see his footprints
from Matthew chapter 6. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust consume and where thieves break in and steal. Lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust consumes and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. A similar sense that the Lord is our greatest good. The Lord is our only good. Um, and that we have let things creep in. We've let our eyes divert from him as our greatest good. Um, and that an invitation right now to enthrone him again, um, to claim his, him as our greatest good, to claim him as our only good. There were a handful of words that came through to me that I just want to summarize as the Lord telling us that he wants us to receive. Uh, Nick Hall shared a memory of a time when uh, Natalie had prepared a meal for him and he came home and she said, are you hungry? And he said, yeah, I ate already. Uh, and then later discovered that she had prepared this meal for him, right? The Lord has a banquet for us and he wants us to receive what he has prepared. We have a, a sense of the, the wind that is coming over us is the Lord breathing upon us his new life to make us a new creation in his Holy Spirit. And Kathy Tuft is at home, but she wrote in and said, the Lord says, I will always help you to be who I made you to be. And sometimes we hesitate to ask the Lord when uh, there was a word about the Lord healing a leper, but he comes and he says, you know, what do you, what do you want? And he waits for us to ask. He is prepared to give to shower down his graces upon us. In the Eucharist, he gives himself to us, but we must open ourselves to receive from him. The Lord's at work right now, and he has glory in mind. Lord wants to do something in us right now, brothers and sisters. He's calling us to step forward in faith, step out in confidence, to step and take action. Holy Spirit, fall on us as we give thanks to you. As we continue in this response, just want to underline that one of the great ways we can respond in faith is in thanksgiving. Let's thank the Lord right now for speaking to us. Let's thank the Lord for bringing us together in his body as a body. Let's thank the Lord for his works of salvation that he has worked in us in the past and that he will work in glory shortly. Come, Lord God. We're going to have a prayer meeting after the prayer meeting to actually respond to all the other words that brought fo came forward. Uh, but right now, I'd actually like uh, um, Lori, before she sits down, and Brosi, uh, two, two words that are going to lead right into our talk, I believe, and uh, have them share. And then we'll ha bring up Peter uh, for a teaching. First letter of John in the beginning of it. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and touched with our hands, concerning the word of life, 
the life was made manifest, and we saw it, and testified to it, and proclaimed to you the eternal life which was with the Father, and was made manifest to us, that which we have seen and heard, we proclaim also to you, so that you may have fellowship with us, and our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son. And we are writing this, that your joy may be complete. Uh, so, COVID, we all love that word. Um, it took a lot of people out of our churches. And I've noticed the churches aren't being filled as they once were. And I feel the Lord is calling us to have fellowship with each other, but also have fellowship with our neighbors, the ones who are not coming to church. Welcome them. Ask them to come with you. SPO, <laughs> you know, you already know how to go out and spread the word of the Lord. And being an old SPOer, I just, I'll be praying for you all that you have courage and that you have, uh, I don't know. Amen. May we all have courage. Bless the Lord. Bro, Bro Steve. Uh, brothers and sisters, had a sense from the book of Acts where the, the first Christians are referred to as followers of the way. And uh, the kind of uh, word I think the Lord wants, wants for us or has for us is that there's a, a longing here in our midst to enter into the new creation that Jesus has for us, the new creation that he has intended for us to be. But, but perhaps a bit of wondering of, yes, Lord, I, I desire that, I want that, but in this new time, in this new, new place, new, new movement of the Lord in our midst, like how do I do that? How do I become this new creation? Um, and the kind of the, the two senses from that in the Lord is, one, a deeper gift of faith and, and a deeper gift of hope in this regard that the, the Lord would ask of us in faith to simply step into the way, um, perhaps without everything figured out in this new time, in this new moment, to step into the way and with confidence because he, he is the way and wants to be with us as we, we step into that with faith. And also a, a gift of hope that as we step into this, he actually wants to reveal um, with, with deeper clarity the, the way for us to become a new creation as we respond. And so to have a real expectancy and a great hope as we enter into this time with a deeper yes to the Lord. All right, without further ado, uh, I'll invite our good brother Peter DeMarais up to exhort us, teach us, and um, you SBO missionaries have been hearing uh, from him quite a, quite a bit. Uh, us brothers and sisters in CCR, we've known Peter for too long, and uh, we're grateful for his uh, generosity, creativity. Uh, do you guys know the word unflappable? This is what I think of when I think of Peter. Uh, I'm grateful for you, brother. Thank you for all you do.
the Lord has something to say to us today. And as uh, at the feeding of the 5,000, they all gathered outside, and they gathered to the point that they all got hungry. Why? Because the Lord had something to say to them that day. So they were willing to do whatever because the Lord had something to say to them that day. So the Lord has something for us today. So as you gather to the point maybe of hunger or sunburn or dehydration, the Lord has something to say to us today. You didn't gather to listen to me. Praise the Lord. I want to start by, uh, for us Minnesotans, hearken back a couple months ago to a white wonderland where days and weeks, maybe even a month passed, and we didn't crack zero on the thermometer. You all remember that? Yeah? Right? And while we lived in that time, every year, I sometimes think maybe the sun will never give me warmth again. Maybe we'll never get to the point where I can come outside and be comfortable, where my hands don't stick to my steering wheel, or whatever, whatever you have for those freezing cold months. And then one day, it cracks 35. You guys remember that? It was mid-March this year. It cracked 35, and we all walked around like we're wearing the same things that we wear, are wearing today. In anticipation of someday when we would be in warmth. We saw something on that day that told us that one day we'd live like this. And now you're like, please, Lord, just a couple degrees lower. If only it were zero again. When we were in Egypt, we had food. And now, Lord, you've called us out. We walk around anticipating and acting as if a time that were to come had already come. This is the Christian life. This is faith. When I say faith, a lot of us, it's a church word, and it just kind of flies in one ear and out the other ear. But faith is wearing shorts and flip-flops when it's 35. It's acting in accordance with a time to be anticipated. And around that time... There's a flower that comes up. You guys know what flower I'm talking about? A crocus. A little crocus. It's a little tiny purple, I think, flower. And oftentimes you'll see pictures of crocus, this beautiful little flower, in the midst of snow. 
because those days come, it melts the snow away, and then what happens? The snow comes back, and we're forced to recall the promise of this time. And we see that symbol, the crocus flower, as a reminder that yes, someday winter will end. And we live in accordance with that. Brothers and sisters, this is what faith is. This is what Paul sets forward in Hebrews as what it is to live by faith. And I, I'm going to read a section here. The Bible was meant to be read aloud, especially those early letters. says, remember those earlier days after you had received the light when you stood your ground in great contest in the face of suffering. Sometimes you were publicly exposed to insult and persecution. At other times you stood side by side with those who were so treated. You sympathized with those in prison and joyfully accepted the confiscation of your property because you knew yourselves had better and lasting possessions. So do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. For in just a little while, he who is coming will come and will not delay. But my righteous one will live by faith. And if he shrinks back, I will not be pleased with him. But we, brothers and sisters, are not of those who shrink back. We put the boots in the closet, in storage, in the attic. Because we live as those who anticipate the time to come. And we hold up Jesus Christ as our crocus to say the winter has ended, summer and spring is here. We live in the wintry spring mix. But we know we do not shrink back. We know by faith and we act by faith that the Lord has revealed to us his new plan. Amen? Paul goes on and he gives these examples gives these examples of Abraham who God promised a great promise and then Abraham is asked to sacrifice his son and what does Abraham do he says not by blind faith but he says I know my father and I know what he's promised and I know that perhaps he will raise my son from the dead he's like I don't know how the Lord's gonna do this but I know two things. I know what he's promised and I know who he is. I know that he's promised new life for me. I know he's promised to make my generations as many as the sand on the shore and that Isaac is how that's going to happen. I know what he's promised and he knows that God is faithful. 
Brothers and sisters, we know what God has promised, and we know that he's faithful. Amen? Sarah. It says in Hebrews, Sarah reasoned that the Lord was a faithful God. And then she walked in faith, knowing that he would bring about what he promised. Then it goes on. All the men and women in faith of faith, Caleb. And he goes on and on and lists. And he says, but we know and we have seen. The people in Hebrews had seen Jesus. And they had seen him work in their midst. And they had heard testimony of the way that he healed people and the way that he walked the way that he lived, and the new life that he had invited them to live accordingly to. And the Lord has spoken to us, and he has told us, and he has invited us, brothers and sisters, to live a certain way. He has invited us to wear shorts and flip-flops in 40 degrees. It doesn't make sense according to the world, but we know. We know that he has worked in our midst. We can testify that he promised. We can say, brothers and sisters of the community, you can say the Lord placed on our hearts a desire to covenant our lives to one another when it didn't make any sense when we were their age. And we said covenant, and I've heard this story many times, and we looked it up in the dictionary. Lord, what do you want us to do? Covenant. What is that? And then we walked by faith, not knowing what it was that he had laid out before us. I'm going to read a couple of words that the Lord has spoken to us as a community. Just Invite all of us to receive these words again and say, even though maybe the last season has been a season of the snow came back, it's hard to see, it's hard to believe that one day the Lord will bring his promise to fruition. It's maybe even the Lord has invited you up the mountain to take Isaac and you're like, God, Lord, I, this wasn't, we already did the faith thing. My wife was old. Ah, how does, how is this supposed to work? These are the words of the Lord to this community. Know that I have formed you for a great work in advancing my kingdom. Receive the grace I have given to you. The grace to love one another, to serve one another, to bear with one another, to forgive one another, to extend mercy to one another, to support one another. Another word. Many do not know me, but they will come to me if you lead them. Lead them to me. I command you to do this. Bring my to me. They belong to me. 
My people, I would have you understand more clearly the work I have for you. It's not just for your sake that I have called you together. It's not just for your sake that I've worked in your midst to gather you together as a people given over and dedicated to me. I have called you together for this time that you would be a light to penetrate the darkness that is around you, to gather together that you might be an ark in the midst of a tumultuous sea in which many are down, drowning, that others may board the ark and find salvation, light, and hope. We're called to be an ark amidst a stormy sea for others to find salvation, light, and hope. And the word of the Lord today to us was go out. My people are suffering. Act. Bring about my creation. Live according to the promises that I have put before you. So brothers and sisters, the Lord has promised. And although, although the situations seem maybe more bleak, we need to cling fast to what the Lord has promises and walk in faith. Like he called us to many, many years ago. He calls us to each day to walk, to step in faith, knowing his promise and knowing who he is. So, Pray with me. Father, our Father, we are so grateful for the call that you have placed on each one of our lives. For the way that you have led us to this point. For the way that you have revealed to us who you are. That you are a God of faithfulness. A God who can be trusted. And Father, we, we, your people, we recommit to you today that we will walk by faith according to the call that you have placed on our lives. Come, Holy Spirit, we ask that you would give us the graces, like you promised, to respond adequately to your call. Unite your people here today. Fill us with your Holy Spirit. In your holy name, amen. Thank you, Peter. Just going to take, just take a minute to uh, be before the Lord in holy fear and wonder. It's, uh, let the sun shine in our heart, and let's hear his voice speaking to us what, what he's asking of us in this word.
Lord, do it. Send us the grace. Give us all courage, hope, and faith to follow where you lead. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, actually, would like to. Would there be? Uh, would there be one or two, two or three, two brothers, two sisters, who could stand up and shout <laughs> out what if, uh, what the Lord is asking of you? Step out in faith. Please. Ken, 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 come get the mic. I'll go to you. How do you like my hat? Uh, God's been challenging me uh, regarding my use of time. Uh, I have a garden. It's a big one. Everybody from community, a lot of people know that. But God's asking me that two days a week on that garden is too much time, that my Sunday needs to be spent with people. And uh, so that's been what God's been speaking to me. And uh, starting next year, it'll be a smaller garden. Yes, Ken. Obedience and faith. Be faithful to what I've already been called to do. The Lord's already spoken to me, given me a vocation, given me a job, whatever, given me a people. Be faithful, be, be more generous than that. Welcome back. It's great to be back. Uh, I'm Joey. Um, I did SPO when I was in college, and now I'm a master's student at Purdue University in Indiana. And the Lord has really been setting me on fire, um, really starting with the Ascend Conference this past year, um, just really convicting me about living a life of praise in all things and bringing that way of life, really this way of life that I grew up in in community and then in SPO um, to Purdue. And it's very humbling. And, you know, I know I, I don't have all the gifts, um, but just following the Lord one step at a time and um, trusting that he'll provide the means um, to do so at the time that it needs to be. So, The Lord's been calling me to ask him for help, whether it's on him or in his community. Um, so Ken, I would love to help you with your garden this summer. I love to garden, and I think that we'd be a great gift to one another. Praise God. One more. Thanks, Dan. Dan Zimmerman here from Apple Valley. Um, kids are out of the house pretty much. And um, for, for years now, there's been a halfway house four doors down um, from, from me. And um, I've, I've seen the guys go by. They've always been extremely friendly. Um, I've had them help and come lift heavy things in my house because they're all weightlifters. But I, I never really have gotten involved in, a, in, a, in any kind of special way. So I um, recently talked to the manager of the house, and I just said, you know, I'm four doors down. I'm always here. I'm retired. And maybe there's a way I can 
be a neighborhood dad or invite him down for a picnic. Well, by the time we were done chatting and we really hit it off, he's got me leading the Bible study on every Monday morning over there with, with the guys. And it's a bunch of, uh, not a, it's a group of uh, drug addicts at this point, but uh, it's an opportunity right in my neighborhood that, I, that I'm feeling called to right now. Praise God. Wow. Bless the Lord. Um, brothers and sisters, want to uh, wrap our time up together. Um, one, one objective we do have is that we meet someone new today. Uh, so there's plenty of opportunity for that. And uh, looking forward to that time of fellowship. We, we do have plenty of water. I'm not sure we have plenty of donuts, but we have donuts. I could always use one more. Um, and there's more sunscreen, so do some reapplication. Just a couple announcements here to wrap up our time. Um, and again, I just appreciate these testimonies that we had. Let's let's keep that going. And as we introduce one another, let's testify to what the Lord is doing in our lives. Okay. Uh, invite Jerome Meads up. Welcome, Jerome, faithful servant, brother. Thank you. Uh, just a, a quick note about uh, Delight uh, Dunrovin Leadership Institute training experience. So we have that going again this summer after break last year. We do a lot of service with um, uh, inner city kind of at-risk youth. And unfortunately, we can't serve those youth this summer. But we're still going to have the training experience. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, we uh, push the young people out of their comfort zone and uh, good training ninth grade and up. We're also, there's something new we're doing this year is a family camp. So we're going to do a one-day family uh, fam jam um, where we're going to serve uh, families. And so some of those families from the, uh, the communities that we, we normally have worked with, uh, underserved communities, but also to open to other families. So information's on our website. Also, I'll be back by the trailers here if uh, anyone wants some information. So thank you. Uh, we've got 11 announcements here. I'm going to fly through. Um, all activities, all activities for the whole summer are listed in the newsletter. Please check it out. Um, should be in your email inbox if you haven't seen it already. A couple dates here. Friday, June 18th, there are two events. Summit District Men's Night and Cherokee Bluffs District Adult Social. So you, uh, those districts should know the details on that, but... Uh, look them up if you don't. Next, Emmaus prayer meeting, June 19th. Uh, for all those Emmaus members here, see you there. Uh, Riverside District has two events coming up. Gathering uh, on Sunday, June 27th. Men's Summer Social, July 1st. A couple of registration announcements. Um, registration for the summer programs is closed, uh, but keep these programs and the youth in your prayers uh, VBS, summer sports, blast camp, little tykes, uh, powerful, wonderfully powerful moments in our, our community's youth. Thanks again to Mike O'Connell and all of those who work with him uh, that go, go into laboring, that labor of love to serve our youth. Thank you. Registration for fall youth program will begin, will begin in July. Watch that email uh, with more details. Our next overall community gathering will be Sunday, July 11th at 1030. 
And then uh, do we, did we hand out the scripture cards? Did people get, some people have scripture cards, Ann's coming around with them. Let's try to get some to the SBO crowd too. We're going to come to pray that, pray that in a minute. Make sure to return those back to the registration tables. We're going to be using those all summer. We do need extra help uh, for cleanup afterwards, so please see Anna Sorterberg back by registration tables if you can help. And again, um, plenty of water, sunscreen around the waters in the coolers or on the tables, uh, I think in a few different places, but mainly over here. Is that right? That's where I see them. Okay. Brothers and sisters, uh, let's make a point again to meet someone new and uh, share a little bit of your story. Beautiful day. Um, hope, hope many of you can enjoy some more time outdoors and uh, enjoy this day of rest that the Lord's given us. Thanks to Peter. Thanks to the music team, the tech team. Thanks to all you brothers and sisters out there online. Good to pray with you. Good to worship with you. Good to be uh, in Christ with you. Amen? Let's stand and pray our verse. Can someone give me one? Thank you. Let's pray. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, and with gratitude in your hearts, sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Amen. Colossians three fourteen to 7. God bless your day. So good to be with you. Thank you.